calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, it's Jennifer, a founder of the Go Kid Go Network. Do your kids love wacky worlds, superheroes, and inventing? Of course they do. That's why our shows Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow are set in Pflugerville, the nonstop fun and adventure universe where imagination, creativity, STEM, and positive role models abound. Join the Pflugerville fun by searching for Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. It was wonderful to visit Avia and Tavia. Those hot peppers alone were well worth the visit, and I've definitely marked those two villages on my map for another visit next winter. But as for now, I'm just wandering along this trail in a vaguely northward direction towards the next large town. This land is only filled with shrubs that are home to a wide variety of lizards. I keep having to step over the one sunbathing in the middle of the path, a task that requires quite an amount of concentration. Whoa, watch out, little guy. I nearly stepped on your tail. Oh, you too, be careful. We both know I'm not going to intentionally step on you, but I'm a little worried you're gonna scurry under my foot when I'm not looking. Aren't you worried about the, whoa. Whoa, that was weird. And this is weird too. I guess that was a portal? Mom always warned me about those, but I thought she was just overreacting, like with her lectures on quicksand. Elieth, you made it back safely. That's good. Who are you? I'm Ryan. Who are you? I'm Neil. State your business. Ryan, why are you aboard? Traveling? Traveling. You've come onto this ship to sightsee. I, I don't believe it. Phoenix, I need you on deck. On my way. Is there a problem? I don't know. Might be. What does that mean, Neil? Might be? Uh, never mind, I'll be there in a click. So... Where am I? You don't know? I think I walked through some kind of portal. It was the middle of the day where I was, and I can see that it's night outside here, so I must have traveled some distance. Oh, it's not night outside. Well, I, I guess. not. No, not technically. How can it be day when you can see the stars? It's... Uh, well... 
Hey there, Neil. And hello, other fellow. Ryan. Well, hi there, Ryan. I'm Phoenix, security officer on the SS Nebula. Uh, see that your weapon stays sheathed. Yeah, of course. They, uh, they, 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 they seem uh, to have been accidentally transported here somehow. I'm uh-huh. not. Uh, by which you mean you accidentally transported them here? Probably. They, 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 they don't know this is a spaceship. Right. They can hear you, though. Ah, apologies for my rudeness, Ryan. Here, why don't you sit down? No need to keep standing in the transport bay. If someone else beams up, you might get scrambled. No one is getting scrambled on my watch. Now, you don't look too dangerous, but it is my job to evaluate whether or not you're a threat. So, are you a threat? No. Great. I'd hate to throw you off this ship. You seem nice. Thanks. So, this is a ship? Correct. We're on our way to New Vibros. I've never heard of it. Wow, you are definitely not from around here. Where the heck did Neil pick you up from? I was sort of near Tavia. Is that a planet? I'm not familiar with it. Village, actually. Wait, what do you mean, planet? Oh boy. Neil takes a deep breath and explains that this is a spaceship. Instead of across the sea, it travels through the stars, visiting planets instead of islands. According to Neil, it always looks like night outside. I never imagined being among the stars. (laughs) I'm really far from home this time. Neil seems happy that I'm not distressed, but Phoenix looks a little worried. And one more thing. You look just like our captain. Captain O'Brien. And what about me? Yeah, we've got a situation, Captain. Transport beam went completely rogue, and now an unexpected passenger is on board. We're working to rectify the situation promptly. Can you not simply- Yeah, it's not as simple as beaming them down. I'm not, uh, from here? Oh. Oh. The captain and I, we look so alike that we could be twins. We're dressed completely differently, of course. Their hair is cut shorter than mine, and I'm less pale and more freckly than them, but the resemblance is distinct. Neil pipes up with a theory that I might not only be from far away, I might be from an entirely different dimension. The captain nods and calls for Kara the science officer to confirm. I didn't know stepping through the portal would cause such a ruckus. Kara comes in holding some sort of wand, which she directs towards me after a brief conversation with the captain. Hey, can I scan you real quick? Uh, sure. Great. Just hold still for a tick, and you're good. Thanks. Oh. Huh. Haven't seen that in a while. Seen what? You're definitely from a parallel universe. That explains why you and the captain look so alike. Is that bad? Mm, Not necessarily. It's far better than time travel. I won't have to worry about you messing up the space-time continuum, thankfully. 
It just means it'll be a bit trickier to get you home than if you were picked up from somewhere in this universe. Well, that's good to know. Hey, Ryan, when you got here, you mentioned walking through a portal? Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. I wonder if the transporter interacted with some of the technology on your end. Technology? Yeah, the portal you used to get here. I figured it was a version of your transporter beam. Or do you have another word for technology? I generally call it magic. Usually wizards make the portals with spells and stuff. I mean, you've got portals. I sort of just assumed Neil was a wizard, to be honest. Yes! <laughs> Don't tell him that! Ugh, it'll go to his head. I am Neil, wizard of the transport beam. Let's get back on topic, folks. Kara, Neil, how long do you need to get Ryan home? Give us an hour or two? Yeah, yeah, an hour or two. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, to fiddle around. And I'll have an ETA for you. I've got a few ideas. Yep, same here. Noted. In the meantime, we'll have to continue with the mission. Our meeting with a coalition of New Vibros cannot wait. Ryan, I can provide you with temporary quarters, as well as food and drink for the duration of your stay, but I cannot promise entertainment. I can't focus on hosting you, I'm afraid. Eh, no problem. I'm not easily bored. I'll escort them around the ship, Captain. Thank you. Yeah, I won't have anything to do until we land anyway. It's not often security concerns happen mid-flight. Am I a security concern then? <laughs> no. You are the coolest thing to happen around here for weeks. <laughs> I'll take that. What's the big meeting that the captain mentioned? Mm, they're meeting with a group of people from the planet of Nevibros. Apparently it's a big deal. I guess the coalition doesn't usually allow visitors. The captain is trying to convince the planet to ally with them against Movarius. He's, well, a bad deal. Yeah, more like a big pain in my butt. <laughs> oh, just yours? We've been fighting his forces for some time now. Back and forth skirmishes, mostly. In the meantime, we've been working on convincing others to join us. Gotta get to them before Movarius does. Wow, yeah, that sure seems like a big deal. This better be Elias, or else I swear. Got the supplies. Thanks for letting me hop down while we pass Selmarimv. Oh, <laughs> hey there. I'm Elias. This is Ryan. They're visiting for a day or so. Cool. Well, welcome aboard. If you get hurt, the med bay is three doors down that hall. You're not gonna ask. Ask what? How they got here? Same way I did? Ugh, you're no fun. There's an SOS signal from a nearby planet. Neil, get the captain. Got it. Hard, get Bianca. On it. It only takes a minute before Neil and Kara are back with the captain and Bianca, who turns out to be in charge of ship communications. She taps a lot of places on a desk nearby, and a voice plays throughout the room. Someone is stranded on a nearby planet without a ship of their own, and they're asking to be rescued before they run out of food. Most of the crew is in favor of diverting course to pick them up, but the captain... We can't answer it right now. What? We don't have time. If we respond, we risk being late to our meeting with the Coalition. They are already unsure if they will align with us against Movarius, and missing this meeting would not help convince them. 
We need to focus on the task at hand. But Captain, we I'm sorry. If the call is still active, then we can answer it on our return trip. Are you sure? Bianca, you know the stakes we face at our destination. This could be a trap. It could be an ambush. I can't justify putting the crew at risk like that, especially so close to an important event. My decision is final. Hush. I mean, I get it, but... Hush. You're just gonna ignore the call for help? (sighs) Gotta follow the main mission. Captain's orders. The ship's system requires the captain's authorization in order to change course anyway. What if that wasn't a problem? What? If the ship could change course without the captain saying so, would you want to disobey their orders? I mean, I'd definitely consider it. I'm worried that if we respond after our meeting with the Coalition, it'll be too late to help who's ever stranded. Honestly, me too. Um, okay. How mad would the captain get? Oh, livid at first. But they'd come around. They're generally reasonable, just pretty stressed right now. They'd definitely get over it if we could still make the meeting on time. I think we could. We would need to divert the ship so our transport beam is within range. The detour would only add about two hours to the total travel time. As long as nothing goes south. But will it? <laughs> Not if I can help it. Okay. In that case, uh, how does the captain change course? They say, computer, change course. Okay. <clears throat> computer, change course. With some help from Bianca, I managed to send the ship on a previously unplanned detour. Phoenix convinces Neil to send us down to the planet with a transport beam, while Aaliyah swears a worried Kara to silence. When the ship is in range, Phoenix, Aaliyah, and I go down to the planet, while Bianca stays on the ship to direct us. Once we're on the planet, we start walking in the direction of the signal. Okay, you should be approaching the source of the signal now. Only a few paces to go. Copy that. Any word from the captain? Nope. Though Neil and Kara say they've had a breakthrough with the transport system, we'll be able to get you home once we've taken care of this little detour and the meeting with the Coalition. Oh, that's great. Do not ask them how it works. I made that mistake a little while ago and got a whole lecture from those nerds about interdimensional physics. Are you sure they're not wizards? I mean, I think they're just- We're here. I'm turning the comm off. Hello? We got your SOS signal. We're here to help. You, you mean it? We're not gonna hurt you. I'm Elieth, this is Phoenix, and that's Ryan. My name is Heraldo. I'm from Nubivros, but it's been a while since I've been to my home planet. I'm a pilot, so I travel around. How did you end up here? Did you crash land or something? I was left here by Movarius first officer, uh, and I refused to help him. Oh, that guy. Oh, what a rat bag. Uh, I see you're familiar with the crew. They were kind enough to leave me with a few supplies. Some food and drink, a basic communicator, but they did take my ship. We've got the SS Nebula waiting nearby. We can beam you up with us and get you home. Hold on. You said you're from Nevibros, right? 
Yes? Yeah, so we're literally on our way there. Right now. That is where you wanted to go, right? It is, yes. Fantastic! Let me just turn my communicator back on so we can get you aboard. Bianca, you there? Yes, but I'm not the only one. Phoenix, Aaliyah, Ryan, I see you've gone against my orders. Yes, but there was a good reason. Let me reason. speak, please. Captain's mad. I am actually rather impressed that you figured out how to redirect the ship. That sort of ingenuity is what I like to see in my crew. Phoenix, Aaliyah, I've already spoken to Bianca about your reasoning, and you were right. We should answer this call for help. Captain? I was too focused on our main mission. We can reschedule the coalition meeting. Losing some of their favor is not worth refusing aid to someone in need. Thank you all for reminding me of what my priorities should be and what they will be moving forward. Thanks. Thank you, Captain. Next time half the crew is against my decision, I will endeavor to listen to you all. Now, have you found who sent the signal? We sure have. That will be me. Thank you for coming to my rescue. I apologize for almost not doing so. Don't worry, it's the actions that matter. We're actually all good to come aboard, I think. Is Neil ready for us? Neil? Transporter beam ready? Roger that. He's got your location. Prepare for transport. I'm sure doing a lot of portals today. It only takes a moment, and we're back on the ship. Oraldo introduces himself to everyone else and explains his situation to the captain. The conversation quickly devolves into a discussion of planetary politics and meeting tactics, none of which I understand. If you would like, I could come with you to a collision meeting. They will not take kindly to the actions of Mavarius, and I suspect it will help convince them to go against him. Thank you. I would appreciate it. And... We won't even be late. We got that done in record time. Only because Araldo was willing to go along with you. We did a good job of seeming trustworthy. Seeming trustworthy? Being? I thought you were very trustworthy, Ryan. Aliyev? Eh, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you had Ryan there. You're right. Phoenix and I are a shady bunch. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Cara and I have the transport system already to get you home, Ryan. After we visit Novibros. Oh, fantastic. How did you- uh, No, 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 no. We are not doing that right now. I cannot take another lecture. Please. <laughs> never mind. Thank you both. Thank you for the challenge. I've never had more fun on this ship. Not even when we- Hey, Neil. Not in front of the captain. Or Phoenix, for that matter. Sorry, never mind. Whoa, uh, excuse me. Nothing. What do you mean, nothing? Neil, you've got to tell me. Did you sneak another cat on board? I swear, if I have to explain to the captain why there's meowing on the holodeck again, I'm going to lose my... The crew makes it to Navibros without any further issue, and the captain's meeting goes well. With Araldo's help, they convince the Coalition to align against Movarius, and even begin plans for a surprise ambush of their own. I stay for the crew's celebration, and then it's time for me to go back to my own dimension. The captain directs the ship to precise coordinates given by Kara, and Neil works his magic with the transport beam. 
I'm still not convinced that man isn't a wizard. After goodbyes, I go through the portal, arriving right back where I started on a path full of lizards. Now, that was an adventure. I wonder if I'll ever end up next to the stars again. Mom always warned me about stray portals, but if anything, I think I've learned that I definitely should poke my head into any more that show up. I wonder what else I'll run into on these travels. The only thing I can expect is that, well, I can't expect it. But I can't wait to find out. Thank you for sidequesting with us. This episode, Orion's Nebula, was written and produced by Talmanir. It's also the season two finale. If you think you heard a familiar voice in this episode, you probably did. Neil was voiced by Sammy Suisi, creator of Desperado, a magical audio drama where three gods of death find themselves trapped on the same boat. Phoenix was voiced by Aaron Kian, co-creator of Love and Luck, a stunning fictional queer love story with a touch of magic, told via voicemails. Aliath was voiced by Cole Burkhart, creator of Null and Void, an amazing sci-fi podcast about surviving corporate hell. Kara was voiced by Sarah Ray Werner, creator of Girl in Space, a gripping show about, you guessed it, a girl in space. Bianca was voiced by Cena Breyer, creator of Dreambound, a fantastic sci-fi audio drama about a girl who's not a girl. Araldo was voiced by David Arian Peña, creator of Dos After You, a queer bilingual urban fantasy horror audio drama that is truly wonderful. The voice of Ryan and Captain Orion were Talmanir. A big thanks to Anne, Ilya, Jesse, Kyle, and E.L. Thackeray for supporting this episode. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Sidequesting will be taking a hiatus while I prep season three and work on a few other projects happening next year, but we'll be back before you know it. Good news alert! We've sniffed out a winner from the Go Kid Go team, Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop, an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small town Pflugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos! Seriously, the town of Pflugerville isn't Dullsville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Pflugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full on Bark Street, with hilarious busybodies like Lorraine the Neighborhood Watchduck, Poot the Groundhog, and Fred the Squirrel popping around. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Yes? Then tag along with us for the fun and see if you can help solve the mysteries by listening to Snoop and Sniffy on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.